Hi, welcome to the Lift and Glow Fitness Podcast. My name is Hayley and I am the founder of Lift and Glow Fitness. I specialize in helping women improve their health, build their strength and find a new level of confidence. I'm all about helping women live their best life while getting the results that they want. So I don't believe in cutting out everything that you love. I don't believe in restrictive dieting. I don't believe in fat diets and I don't believe in crazy excessive training programs either. I help women who are really busy under a lot of demand and who want to live a good life in terms of eating the food they enjoy and having a good social life and still get amazing results. So I hope you enjoy this podcast. If you want to request anything in terms of a topic that you want me to speak about or you want to know more about working with me, then just send me a DM. You will find me on Instagram at PT underscore. Enjoy. Hi, welcome back to the Lift and Glow Fitness Podcast. This podcast is all about alcohol. An interesting one for me, um, I feel as though alcohol was something that definitely held me back a long time ago. And I imagine it's an interesting one for a lot of you as well. I know that alcohol is a part of our lives, a lot of our lives. It may not be a part of a lot of people's. But I think that when you live in the UK, socialising comes hand in hand with alcohol a lot of the time. And it can be hard to know whether alcohol is okay to drink or what impact it's having on you and your results. And I know that is a worry for a lot of people. It's dieting. And even if you build a muscle, you might be worrying about how alcohol might be having an impact or you might not have any idea whether alcohol is even affecting you whatsoever. And you just might think that alcohol has no calories and doesn't matter. <laughs> um, which is wrong but also we're in the run-up to Christmas as well and I know that a lot of my clients are worrying about their social calendar getting much busy much busier even so I wanted to talk about alcohol on the po- podcast so that you feel a little bit more informed a little bit more aware and maybe a little bit more confident about how you can manage your busy social life Um, so I'm going to talk to you about how al- alcohol might affect your progress I'm going to talk to you about kind of what stuff I would recommend that you drink in order to limit um, affecting your results. And I will also talk about some other habits that alcohol will lead to, which also affect your results as well. So I wouldn't be doing my job properly if I didn't tell you that alcohol isn't ideal for your health. We know that it's not a healthy thing to be doing all of the time. Regular alcohol consumption will it will have an impact on fat loss on muscle growth. But don't worry, I'm not going to tell you that you have to ban it completely. But if you do drink to excess regularly, if you do drink too much, it will impact fat loss and it will impact muscle growth. There has been studies that have been done on this. Like with everything, I believe that it can be included. Okay, I'm not one to be cutting things out and banning people from eating things. I want my clients to live a good life. I want them to socialize, but we do need to learn a good balance. So it might mean that you need to reduce how much alcohol you're drinking. It might mean that you need to change what you're drinking. If you're expecting to see changes, if you're expecting to see results in terms of fat loss, in terms of muscle growth, and in terms of how you feel, you know, physically, mentally, all of that, you may need to make changes to the choices that you're making. That is the reality. That is the truth of it, okay? So you might be someone who likes to eat chocolate every single day, but if you eat 500 calories of chocolate every single day, it's not going to be beneficial for you in the long run, is it? 
it's about making the changes to reducing those amount of calories and it's similar for alcohol although for alcohol i wouldn't suggest having it every day like i would with chocolate so alcohol is basically empty calories so it means that it contains calories but it doesn't have any benefit to us in terms of your energy in terms of muscle growth so alcohol isn't carbs it isn't fats and it isn't protein it doesn't fill us up it doesn't provide us with any nutrients it is literally just calories that go nowhere so a thousand calories of chocolate would actually be more beneficial for you than a thousand calories of alcohol because at least chocolate would fill you up and provide you with energy might make you feel a bit sick (laughs) um but it actually provides you with energy. It's caught in your carbohydrates. There's fats in there as well. So alcohol will get you drunk, obviously, which can be fun for a lot of us, including me. It will increase your hunger. It increases appetite. It will reduce your energy the following day. I mean, it doesn't reduce your energy the day of, which is why my feet are absolutely killing from all the dancing (laughs) for the Lift and Glow second birthday on Friday. So obviously you'll have lots of energy when you're drunk, but the following day you'll feel like you can't move. Um, So you'll get less movement. And because your energy and because your hunger increases more the following day too, you'll eat more the following day. It also affects your sleep quality which is a really important thing to be aware of with alcohol because a lot of people will drink alcohol before bed thinking that it helps them get to sleep. It's a muscle relaxant, so it can help your body feel relaxed, but your brain will not get the quality sleep that it needs and it deserves if it's got alcohol in the system. So this is something to be really aware of if you use alcohol to help with sleep. So it affects your sleep, which will affect your cortisol levels, which is your stress levels, and regular alcohol use can impact your mental well-being as it is a depressant. So a lot of people rely on alcohol when they're struggling with the mental health. A lot of people will think that having a drink will help with their mood, but actually is a depressant. It's not a stimulant. It's something that can actually make your mental well-being worse, especially if done to excess. I mean, I get terrible beer fear, so I fully understand the um, the effect that it has on my mentality or my, my mental health, um, but it's not something I do all the time, so I don't I don't panic about it. So there's lots of evidence to say that alcohol does directly impact fat loss on muscle growth. So if you are looking for fat loss results uh, or you're looking to grow muscle, just know that alcohol, especially when done in excess, can have an impact. But like with everything, I do believe it can be included in your life, but in moderation. Anything in excess is not good for you, okay? If you eat too too many bananas, you get potassium poisoning. Anything in excess is not great. And we need to find balance. We know this. We know alcohol is not a healthy thing. It is a drug. It is something that, you know, is not, it, it can be part of a healthy, balanced lifestyle, but it's not like a huge thing that we need. You can be healthy without having any alcohol in your life. So you're not bad for wanting to drink alcohol. I drink alcohol. Most of my clients, if not all, I don't even think I've got any teetotal clients. (laughs) Most of my clients drink alcohol. And I believe as long as you do have it in moderation, then it's all good. It's fine. We're not puritanical here. You know, you can drink alcohol. But I think that we do need to find balance. And this is something I definitely never had 
So I personally drink a couple of times a month. It used to be weekly, religiously, without fail and to excess. I was a binge drinker, but every single week when I was younger, as you do. But now I'll drink a couple of times a month. Sometimes it will just be a couple of glasses of wine. Sometimes it'll be, you know, a bit of beer with Fran at the pub. Other times it will be a heavy, heavy night like the Lift and Glow second birthday party. (laughs) So I'm not a regular weekly drinker, but I would say a couple of times a month on average, I have a few drinks. And then every now and again, I have a wild night. (laughs) So lots of my clients drink regularly. And when I say regularly I mean once a week and I feel like this is okay and if you're I feel like I feel like you can still get results if you drink once a week as long as you're drinking within this frequency is well managed so what would I say is too much now there will be different opinions on this but I believe if you're drinking two or three times a week a week and you're having two or three drinks each time, so that me might that might be a couple of glasses of wine two or three times a week, or a few pints two or three times a week, or a few cocktails two or three times a week. I would say that's going to affect your progress. Okay. Because when you drink alcohol, like I said, it's not just about the calories. You might drink two or three times a week within your calories, but it has a negative effect on other things as well, like your sleep, therefore on your cortisol levels. Poor quality sleep and higher stress levels will make it harder for you to lose fat. It's going to be harder for you to lose. It's going to be harder for you to lose fat and it's going to be harder for you to build muscle when you've got poor sleep poor quality sleep, higher cortisol, stress hormone levels. Your energy will be lower the days after drinking. Even if you're not feeling hungover, your energy will be dipping a little bit because of the poor quality sleep. So you're likely to move less. You're likely to notice that it's a little bit harder to get your steps in. It's a little bit harder to improve your strength in the gym. If you train after a few drinks, it's hard to hit PBs. I've been there, it's hard. And your appetite will be higher because alcohol has that effect on us. It makes us hungrier on the night of drinking and the following day or two afterwards, depending on how heavy the night was. So even if you're only having a couple of drinks three times a week, it it is going to impact you. Even if you are staying within your calories and even if you are hitting your protein. And this is a well-studied thing. And I was actually listening to a podcast yesterday talking about this and it, it can be, if clients cut down alcohol, this can be the thing that gets them over plateaus. This can be the thing that gets them moving again, just cutting down, reducing from a few days a week to one day a week. So I'd usually recommend to have one day a week where you have a drink. If you're someone who wants to drink weekly, I would limit it to one day a week. And you might choose to drink a little more than you usually would on that night. So it might not just be two drinks, it might be five. But bear in mind the alcohol that you drink will include calories so we have to prepare for these nights i'm going to explain a little bit more about that in the minute in a minute so we're coming to we're coming up to christmas and i know that alcohol is going to be more frequent for a lot of us i know it will be for me um i've also just celebrated my 30th birthday so i had a little run of drinking more than i usually would holidays stuff like that and i know that sticking to one night a week drinking might be a little bit hard to commit to but just remember If you've worked hard all year and you've got amazing results so far, December is just one month of the year. So if you generally stick to one, to drinking one week, uh, drinking once a week, 
then I'd say, but that that's reasonable. And then it's normal to have like spells of weeks or months in the run up to social occasions where you drink a little bit more. Okay. So you don't have to be, if in December you want to drink a couple of times a week, that's all good. As long as generally your habit, I would say you should drink once a week at, at max. So you're going to have those little periods of time where you do, you, you might drink a little bit more, but if you've worked hard all year and you're happy with your results and you're happy to just maintain where you are for December, then I would say that's fine to do to increase your intake and increase your frequency of drinking. But if during December you are really expecting to get some decent results in terms of fat loss, I would say to limit your alcohol to once a week. And I know that might be disappointing for you to hear because you probably wanted to listen to this and for me to tell you that you can drink alcohol every day throughout December and have no impact on your results or that you could still get amazing fat loss or muscle building results drinking every day. And it's not the case. I'm not here to lie to you. I'm here to be real with you. If you want to get results, so if you're going to be maintaining your results during December, drink more frequently, still wouldn't recommend doing it more than two, three times a week. If you want to see results in December, choose one day a week that you're going to have a drink. So if you're quite happy to relax, by all means, drink more. But as I would say, be mindful of what you choose because we don't want to be taking big leaps backwards. So just because it's December doesn't mean that we're going to drink whatever we want, whatever we want, down on bottles of Bailey's, whatever it is that you have around Christmas. And then... um ruin all the hard work for the year because you've gained a stone back in one month because you just went crazy. So if we're trying to maintain results, you can drink more frequently, but I would say still be sensible with your choices. If you're trying to get decent results during December, stick to once a week. And again, be mindful of your choices. Okay. So I used to be a strictly cocktails or wine girl. Okay. So I didn't really like the taste of alcohol, if I'm honest, I still don't. <laughs> Who does? Um, but cocktails were the first thing that I probably got into because you couldn't taste the alcohol. And then I got into wine. The reason I got into wine is because it used to make me drunk. <laughs> so I would be someone who had like the sweetest, sugariest cocktails and I would drink rosé wine by the bottle. If I was going to get a spirit in a mixer, it would always be like full fat Coke or lemonade or something like a pineapple juice, orange juice or cranberry juice, something that would mask the alcohol as much as possible. So when I went to, wanted to be slimmer when I was like 18, 19, I didn't realize and probably all the way up until about 21, 22, I didn't realize that I was literally drinking thousands of calories every weekend. I did used to be as you, as a lot of people are when they're younger, I was I used to binge drink every weekend. I always had a hangover. Um, so what I used to do, this was my routine. I'd have a bottle of wine before I went out. <laughs> my pre-drinking was a bottle of wine before I went out. Sometimes more because I'd get a few with me mates or something. Now a bottle of wine is six hundred calories in one bottle, and then after that, I'd have like one, maybe two maybe a couple of cocktails, French martini, sex on the beach, uh, pina coladas, all that. And that that could literally be anywhere from about 250 to 600 calories per drink. <laughs> How devastating. And then a few, I would always have a few shots. Oh, I, I don't do shots anymore. And I'm having flashbacks just saying the word shots from Friday because all the girls were getting me on tequila rose. But anyway, 
had a few. Um, I used to have a few shots as well throughout the night. Sambuca, tequila, which are going to be at least like sixty to one hundred calories each, depending on what it was. And then vodka cokes, maybe that's what I'd finish on, and it'd be roughly like two hundred calories per drink, maybe one fifty, depending on um the size of it. So when you have a heavy night, this is all going to add up. It's a lot, and it's most likely well over two thousand calories for the one night. And that doesn't include the takeaway that I always used to get on the way home. So I used to try and watch what I was eating through the week. And I used to, you know, go to the gym infrequently. But these weekends were like really boozy, bingy, high calorie weekends, every weekend. So what changes did I make around alcohol? Honestly, changing alcohol was one of the biggest, changing what I drank for alcohol was one of the biggest things that I did and I, I remember like a lot my friends all at the same time kind of we all started making changes to what we were drinking so I typically recommend that if you like wine or you like beer you know don't ban it but have one glass or have two glasses and then call it there so if me and Fran are going to go to the pub I will have a couple of beers but if I'm going to have a big boozy night I might just have one beer and then go on to spirits or like same with wine. If me and Fran go for a meal, we might share a bottle of wine. But if I was going to have a big boozy night, I would literally just have one wine and then go on to spirits. If you like cocktails, stick to one. But bear in mind, it's going to be high in calories. You could get a cocktail for 400, 500 calories when you could just get a gin and slim for 60. I don't know what that bang was for 60. Okay, so... It's literally 10 times the calories sometimes for a cocktail than it is for your gin and some wine. I know. It doesn't taste as nice, but we're trying to be sensible. We're trying to make changes, aren't we? If we want to get somewhere, if we want to change our body, we want to change our um, habits, our behaviors, how we feel in our body, we want to improve our confidence, we have to change the decisions that we make. And if you drink cocktails all night, you will drink more calories than if you drink vodka and slimline or vodka and Diet Coke or gin. So the lowest calorie drinks I've just mentioned are clear spirits, so vodka or gin. But if but other spirits are also decent for like one shot. You can get, I think an amaretto is like 70, 80. Um, but vodka and gin are about 60-ish calories for a single measure, okay? If you have them with a zero drink, that means it's going to be about like 60 calories per drink. This obviously depends on... Where, where you're going and stuff like that and what and but a single measure I think is it 25 mil is about 60 calories if you have a double and I get it I'm a doubles girl I like having a double um then that's double the calories because the calories are not in the mixer the calories are in the spirit so if you have a double gin it's double the calories if you have a double diet if you have a double vodka you have double the calories, but if you have that with a Diet Coke or a Slimline tonic, or even things like lime and soda, you know, are lower in calories than like your full fat Coke and, and your fruit juices. So for me personally, when I'm on a bit of a mad night out, I will have like a cocktail or like an Aperol spritz or a wine, and then I'll move on to me vodka and me Slimline tonic. At first, when you start drinking it, it's not a vibe. Got to be honest. I missed me lemonade and I missed me full fat Coke and I missed me pineapple juice. 
But if you put loads of lemons in and the more you drink it, you get used to it. And within a few, you're drunk, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> so I have these big nights out so infrequently, like it's not a common thing. Um, it's not often at all that I tend not to count my drinks. So if you're someone who once in a blue moon goes out, live your life, enjoy, don't worry about counting them. But if you drink a lot, if you drink weekly, I think that you should be counting them, especially if you are expecting to see results. So at each week, you could literally be taking yourself out of your calorie deficit or well over into a calorie surplus in just one night if you are someone who has big nights out every week. So for my clients who barely ever socialize, when they have a big night out, I'm like, go on, fuck it, let loose, just you never do it. But for my clients who are more social butterflies, who are out every week, maybe drinking a couple of times a week, I like to see that they've put their drinks in my fitness pal. And I like to see that they've done it in advance so that they can plan the rest of the week based on that. So if we know we're going to drink a thousand calories in alcohol on Saturday, we can make room for that and adjust the calories Monday to Friday. This is something that I wear closely with my uh, my one-to-one coaching clients. We plan each week based around their upcoming social events so it might mean that they have a slightly lower calorie target monday to friday to make some extra room for the night out on saturday so this is called calorie borrowing and i will do a podcast on calorie borrowing if you want to know more about it but if you are a member of mine and if you are a coaching client of mine you will be aware of calorie borrowing and if you are drinking alcohol each week you should be using calorie borrowing already We need to remember we're calorie borrowing, that we only ever borrow about 200 calories from each day. We never borrow more because that's restriction. And we only ever borrow calories from carbs and fats. We keep our protein consistent no matter what. Okay? Just a reminder. So there are things that you can do to limit your calorie intake from alcohol. And that is choosing your your, your clear spirits and your sugar-free mixers. Don't moan and don't whinge that, oh, I don't like that. Oh, I can't drink that. That's just not, no, can't do that. I have to drink me porn star martinis all night. Okay, that's fine. Just don't expect to get results if you're doing that every week. That is the reality of it. If you don't make changes, you will not get results. If you don't change something that you've always done, how do you expect to get results that you've never had? Okay. You have to make changes. You have to change your decisions and your behaviors around things. Alcohol will impact your progress. The dog might start screeching in a minute because Fran has just walked in the house. We shall see. So alcohol habits, so other habits that you've got, other habits that you might have around alcohol. So the first one, really common, the drunken takeaway. Okay, so this is this took me far too long to learn. Like with my choices of drinks, it took me far too long to learn. So the Mackey's stop on the way home or the kebab house stop on the way home, like I know it feels essential because I've been there and I still feel that I want to get those things. And it feels like you need it after a heavy night drinking, but it's really not helping. So you can probably relate that when you're on a night out and you've had loads to drink, you want something to eat for the way home because alcohol increases your hunger so you want something to eat you want something to soak up the ale but if you've already consumed thousands of calories in alcohol it's probably not the best idea to eat a few thousand more in shit food and if you've seen me order a drunk Mackey's or a drunk or a drunk kebab shop um 
you'll know that this is just un- it's unnecessary the amount of food that you can get in yeah when you're drunk like I don't just order a normal meal from Mackey's I'm ordering extra burgers 20 nuggets like it's madness and a milkshake don't even like milkshake and then if I go to the kebab house it's like a pizza cheesy chips chicken something like it's too excess it's too far so this was a very hard habit for me to break like it was like a night out ritual for me and my mates some of them that we would stop somewhere and get food but it was necessary for me to break this if I wanted to see progress. I had to stop doing this because I was going out each week and I was doing this each weekend and I might be working hard through the week, but I'm ruining it all at the weekend by doing this. It was something that I had to stop. And if you're doing it, I really recommend you stopping it too. So the problem with alcohol is that it does increase your hunger. So it is tempting and you feel like the food's going to soak up the ale and you feel like it might limit your hangover as well. But it won't, in all honesty. The only thing it's ever done for me is make me wake up with a bad stomach. Or it's made me want to throw up because I wake up next to a cold cheeseburger. <laughs> so the hangover cure that I would recommend is to get in and have a pint of water and two paracetamol. <laughs> There's all sorts of other hangover cures that you can have. But hydration is what you need and two paracetamol to help the headache when you wake up. Loads of clients of mine um, take milk thistles or things like milk and stuff. Here's all sorts of strange hangover cures, but that's what I do. Um, and it doesn't feel as good when you're drunk to not get that get that food on the way home, but it'll help you the following day and it'll help you with your results long term. And then the other thing we need to manage, another thing we've got a habit of is high calories during the hangover. So the hangover is an area that we will indulge and it's where I very much struggle because I have to eat the hangover away. There are some people who cannot eat on a hangover, but I have to eat my hangover away. It's really, really common. And if we're expecting to see results, again, it's not the most sensible thing to do, is it? You've just had loads and loads of calories in alcohol the night before, and then you wake up the following day and you get loads and loads. Yeah, you're just nailing food all day. So my tips are to plan the hangover, not to ignore my fitness pal. If you're expecting to see results, plan your hangover and plan it within your calories. I Again, this is something that I help my clients do. They might say to me on my hangover, I really like to have a Domino's. And I say, go ahead, well, let's put a large Domino's pizza in your food diary for Sunday and let's see how that affects the rest of your week. If you want a Mackey's, get one. Just pre-plan it in my fitness pal instead of ordering the whole menu. And then from the Chinese, pre-plan what you're going to have, chicken fried rice, curry sauce, you know, try and make it make it like a sensible choice instead of just getting all the starters, all the mains and literally feeding yourself until you're sick and fully enjoy and savour the foods. Like it's fine to have hangover foods. Your body wants to eat shit, but you don't need to go too far in terms of calories. Alternatively, a lot of my clients, and I've done this before, um, will prep something that you love for yourself to, to have on the hangover. So I love it when I wake up to like leftover curry or leftover pasta and I have that on a hangover. Like I love that. Um, but I only have to prep it beforehand because I do not cook when I'm hungover. Or even something like, you know, a roast dinner off your family. It's another thing that I love on a hangover. 
So prepping something in advance. And I always find as well, when it's a home-cooked meal, you can have a bigger portion of it and you keep going back to it and get more for your calories than if you were to have a Mackey's or a Chippy. I also love crisps and chocolate when I'm rough. So let yourself have them things. But again, why eat three share bags when you're trying to make progress? Like stay accountable to your goals and let yourself have the shit food, but don't be a, a dick about it, basically. So this is all, if you're someone who drinks regularly and you're drinking a lot every week and then you're having a takeaway on the way home and then you've got a hangover, if you're doing that every week, you will set yourself back every single week. All of your hard work, Monday to Friday, is getting destroyed by what you do at the weekend, okay? If you are someone who barely ever goes out and you are, um, you just have like once in a blue moon, have a weekend off when you've got a big night out. That's what I do. But if you're someone who's a regular drinker, you need to be mindful of this stuff and you have to make changes, okay? You cannot be doing this every week. You can't even be doing it every other week, okay? I wouldn't even say do this once a month. I would say you need to make changes to the decisions that you're making with with alcohol and you need to make changes to the decisions that you're making with the food that you eat around that. Okay, this is something that I do really help my um, coaching clients with. So if you work with me on a one-to-one basis um, as a gym member or as an online one-to-one client, this is something that we really work on together and we help plan all of the social occasions and we help the week work for them based on what they've got planned. It can be tricky to do, but it's possible. I've got lots of social butterfly clients. Most of them are doing online coaching at the moment. So in the run-up to the Christmas period, remember, if you are not bothered about getting more progress, but you don't want to lose the progress you've got so far all week, we need to make sure that you're making good choices in terms of what you're drinking and the food that you're eating, okay? But you can expect to maintain where you are. If you are wanting to get results, limit your drinking to once a week and make sure that you're choosing the lower calorie options, make sure that you're tracking the drinks that you're having, make sure that you are not getting a drunk drunk food, drunk takeout, and you're not um, nailing thousands of calories on the hangover. So to conclude all this, yeah, regular alcohol consumption may well be affecting your progress, but if you limit it to once a week and choose what you drink um, with the calories in mind, you will limit the damage and you can definitely still get results if you are mindful of your calories, track your calories while you're drinking, and if you just stick to that once a week or less frequently than that. If you think about your hangover and stop with drunk eating as well, that's also going to help. So those are the things that definitely help kill the calories. And then for the run-up to Christmas, you might be drinking more, but remember that this is one month of the year. If you're drinking more regularly during December, that's okay, but just follow the tips for trying to reduce the calories that you take in from alcohol and from the food that you drink during your uh, drinking uh, while you're drunk and also the hangover. If you're expecting fat loss, I would choose one event each week where you'll drink and be mindful of what you're drinking and make sure that you are not taking steps back every single weekend or every single week. Calories do still count in December. You don't want to get to January and have undone all of the hard work you've been putting in all year. So don't go crazy. It's not an opportunity to go crazy. Remember your goals. Remember your health. 
We don't want to take back seats. We need to be aware. Yes, we're going to be drinking more, but yes, we can also be more sensible about it. No, we don't need to use it as an opportunity to just eat and drink whatever we want, whenever we want. We do not want to get ourselves stuck in a rut come January and having to do the whole year all over again. We want to make sure that we at least maintain where we are and it definitely is possible to still get results in December, but you will need to make some sacrifices. You will need to make some good decisions around what you're eating and what you're drinking in order to do that. So I hope this was helpful. I feel like it might have been disappointed for some, disappointing for some of you to hear because you expected me to say alcohol has no impact as long as it's calorie, as long as you're calorie controlled, whatever, do what you want. But I'm, I'm honest and I'm not going to lie to you. Drinking regularly will impact your results. But remember, December is just one month of the year. So try not to worry too much about it. Um, but if you are expecting to see progress, you will have to be mindful of what you're drinking how much of it you're drinking and the food around what you're drinking is a big, big, big player in all of this as well. So no drunk takeaways, no crazy hangovers and just do your best to stay accountable to yourself, stay accountable to your goals. Remember your goals, remind yourself of why you are doing this. Pre-plan your nights out as much as you can. If you're going to have 10 gin and tonics, put it in my fitness pal and see what you need to do with the rest of the week in order to make that work for you or see what you need to do with the rest of the day if you're going out drinking it alcohol in the night i would always say have a low carb high protein low fat breakfast and then same again for your lunch so it could be protein yogurt and berries for breakfast it could be a nice big chicken salad for your lunch and then you even a meal you might want to either miss or you might want to have another small meal like a salmon salad or chicken salad and then you can use um, the remaining calories on alcohol as well as any that you've borrowed through the week too. Like I said, um, it's it's it can be hard to do and I can support you with this if you want to. So if you do feel like you want more support and you feel like you want more help in terms of managing your social life, this is something that I wear closely with my one-to-one coaching clients. Um, so drop me a little DM and with the word alcohol and I'll uh, share with you more about that. But I hope this was helpful. And if you do need any, well, if you want to discuss this further at all, just send me a DM. I'm always happy to hear from you. Um, and I like to know whether these podcasts are useful for you i have cre- i'm creating these to help you after all so if you do find it useful please make sure you reach out i love hearing from you all otherwise i will see you all soon bye